Howdy ho everybody, Substack people out in the park. And uh, as soon as I clicked, when I, as soon as I clicked, right before I clicked record on my little device here, AKA a phone, I stepped in the most horse shit that anyone has ever stepped in. I, I have stepped in a lot of horse shit in my life. Um, and what's interesting about horse shit and stepping in it is that I find it to actually be the best type of shit that you can step in. I don't know if it's because usually when I step in horse shit, it is dried horse shit. But to me, even when it's moist, and I, it, maybe it's the amount of straw that is in it that makes it easier to come off your shoe. Most of the time, it's totally fine. But as you can hear me dragging my feet right now, this one was sopping wet, steaming right out of the horse's ass. Horse shit. And uh, it's a good way to start off this park rant. Um, whatever. It's fine. I'm going to walk two more miles. And surely the horse shit will be off of my foot. It's a beautiful day out here. It's almost like they, there's no official opening day of the park. It's kind of just whenever the first really gorgeous day you know, in spring or, or in this case, in the winter is. And today I'm calling it, this is the official opening day of the park, or at least, you know, there's been people out here. I come out here all winter. It's the first day that all the casuals come out here. You know, all the people who the only time that they come to the park and walk is during beautiful weather. I'm not knocking those people. You know, that's, I, I think that's totally normal. I'm insane. And, uh, Y'all know that I use my walk as a, as a like coping mechanism for my anxiety, so I have to get out here every day, even if it's freezing. But this is opening day for, um, I'll just say it, the boobies and the butts being out. <laughs> I know that sounds sexist, but no one's covered up today, baby. And I'm not staring, I promise. But I have noticed. I'm not going to sit here and act like I haven't noticed. To me... This is, I'm sorry, walking up here, crunching the leaves, trying to get away from this couple that's running. To me, that's the official opening day uh, of the park is when everyone's out, everyone's exposed. We're starting to get a tan, even though it's February, for Christ's sake. Okay, let's get out of these leaves and get to the point of the matter. What I wanted to talk about on this park rant was to say thank you to everyone uh, who has already watched my new special, Corey Ryan Forster. That should go without saying. Corey Ryan Forster, a long line of stupid on Amazon. I super appreciate y'all. All the uh, texts I've gotten from people that are, you know, either family or friends. All the comments on my Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, which actually, if you know anything about me, you know that I will never see the ones that are on Facebook because I try to stay away from there. I post and leave, dump and dive, get out, buddy. <laughs> um, all the direct messages that I've gotten from people, and and I know that they're watching it because they're quoting bits to me. You know, I. I I do assume some people that I know have been like, oh, I loved your special, and they didn't really watch it, and that's totally cool. Listen, I'm fine with fake compliments, buddy. I don't care. I'm also fine with people talking behind my back. That's where I want you talking bad stuff about me. Don't say it to my face. <laughs> say it behind my back, dude. That's totally fine. I don't care, you know? But I do know that that, that most people that are sending me these, are, are, they've really watched it because they're, they're quoting, they're giving me a... 
they're quoting parts of bits that I've never put out there before. And like, you really have to, you really have to have watched the whole thing to even understand what I'm talking about. So that's really cool. Um, and I, and I love y'all for that. It's a big day for me, you know, um, I know that everybody gets a comedy special now, uh, but that's actually what makes it even more special to me because I, I've been hearing that for a long time. They were just like, well, it seems like everyone gets one now. And I was like, oh, God dang, I must really suck because everyone gets one, but I ain't got one. You know, <laughs> what the hell? And so um, several, several years in the making, I guess really at this point, it's almost 19 years in the making. That's how long my, uh, this, this is my 19th year of stand up. You know, you can't count the five. I've said this a million times, but you can't count the first several years because, dude, I was 16, for God's sakes. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, the stage time still counted, though. Like, I feel like I didn't really actually start getting good at stand-up until I was probably 24. But by then, I'd had eight years of stage presence. Like, my stage presence was awesome, like, almost the whole time. It's just that I was I was <laughs> moving around really confidently, not knowing what I was talking about. And then once I found out what I was talking about, it was like, oh, here we go, buddy. So I thank y'all for everyone who, uh, who got that. Um, I'm not mad at anyone who didn't. That's fine. You know, it costs money, the whole Amazon Prime thing. And uh, some people have a moral um, objection to it. And I totally get that too, man. I really do. Uh, I do find it interesting when someone uh, comments on one of my posts to tell me that they're disappointed in me for putting out something on Amazon, as if I had a choice, as if I was the one selling this thing. But for the second reason is they're telling me this on Twitter <laughs> or Facebook or Instagram. Three places, all three owned by shitheads. So I'm just saying, you know, if you got a problem with it, that's fine. But uh, maybe... Stop tweeting it to me from your iPhone. All these evil things. No ethical consumption under capitalism. We all know that. Granted, you know, listen, if it was up to me, it probably would have gone somewhere else. It wasn't up to me. And I'm glad it has a home. Because at the end of the day, all I have ever wanted is for everyone to see my stuff. Right? And for those of you that can't afford it on Prime, don't worry. I don't know exactly when, but it's not going to be an insane amount of time. Um, I'll have the rights to it back. Sorry, I'm out of breath. And I'll be able to put it up for free on my YouTube. And everybody listening to this on Substack knows good and well that y'all SOBs will get it long before it goes up on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As soon as I can legally... Sorry, the wind's blowing. As soon as I can legally put it up for y'all, I mean, you know I'm doing that. So so don't worry about it. God dang it, I'm trying to get away from this wind. Sorry, y'all. Um, but I just want to thank everybody who's already watched it. For those of you that haven't, I hope you do. Um, hey, since I already said some of that BS about uh, people complaining it was on Amazon, I'll give you another little tidbit, a little behind the scenes of a comedy special and the whole process of it. Um, just for y'all, I wouldn't say this in like public, public, but because it's behind my Substack and I know that only people that really love me will see it, I'll talk to y'all about it. Um, this, a lot of people had messaged me saying like, oh, I can't wait to see, you know, all your new material about being a dad. Um, well, that's not on this special, baby, <laughs> because when at the time of recording this, not only was my wife not pregnant, we actually didn't even know if we were going to be able to have a child. <laughs> so it's not on there. But I'm happy to say that since this special was recorded, you know, that long ago, it means that whenever you come see me on tour this year, you're going to be seeing brand new material. It'll be I, I, I dumped everything from this special 
Uh, I'll say, I, I don't want to say as soon as we recorded it, I started to, and then I was uh, made aware of how long the process of getting it out was going to be. And I was like, well, nothing wrong with me telling these jokes until they come out. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it was a fun process. Um, it, well, actually, that's not true. It was a very stressful process. My manager uh, asked me like a year, I guess like maybe almost two years ago. We had just started touring, by the way, after COVID. Like this is when we were first going on tour. And my manager called me and she said, hey, uh, Outer Circle Media, who are wonderful people to uh, shoot a special with, they really want to uh, do something with you. She's like, do you want to shoot a special? And so naturally, I go, absolutely, I want to shoot a special. And I said, when? And she goes, um, you'll need to shoot it in like three or four months. And I go, mm, absolutely not. Click. <laughs> and I hung up, which is rude. But I was just like, dude, we just started touring again. I've got three, four months to put together an hour. Like, I'm not saying that I can't get an hour together in four months, but it ain't going to be ready to shoot for a special, for God's sakes. Like, you know, some of y'all in the know knows, like, you, if with an hour, you want a year or two years to sort of workshop it and, and get it right. And I was like, no, I, I can't do that, you know. And then it got down to, okay, well, what if you just did a half hour special? And I was like, okay, that, listen, that still sounds a little, I don't want to, I don't want to rush some stuff just to get it out there. I want to put something out there and then it'd be bad just to have something out there, you know? So I was like, I don't know, let me think about it. And uh, she basically comes back to me and says, listen, here's the deal. They, they really want to do something with you and they've got this budget for the remainder of the year and next year they won't have this budget. So like, it's either, you know, get your 30 ready and shoot it in December, or we'll have to figure something out for next year, and it might not be as good. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, challenge accepted. And, uh, and I busted my ass. I stopped drinking. That's when, the, that's when I stopped drinking. I was like, I have a goal. I can't drink until I get this 30 super, super tight. And I did, and I've never been more proud of myself. And what's hilarious is <laughs> we were like, the whole goal was like, I'm not going to drink until after we recorded the specials. And we got to Nashville to record the specials. And I'd done the whole process completely sober. Never done that before. Did the whole process completely sober. And the night before we were about to record, <laughs> we got shit-faced. <laughs> we got absolutely shit-faced. And it was like, we came, we were so close. And Trey had the, he had the quote of the night. He goes, listen, man, we wrote the material hungover. I think we should perform it hungover. And I was like, that's a brilliant, that's a brilliant idea. Uh, so we shot him. And um, that's another, one more note that I'll tell you on, on the runtime of mine is that uh, they were supposed to be half, hour, like mine is 40 some odd minutes. And you're like, that's, that's not a half hour, Corey. Can you do math? And you're right, it was supposed to be 30 minutes, right? But what, what happens when you record a special is you usually record two or three shows and then you take you wear the same clothes and you take the best parts from each of them, right? And you know, this, you just wanna have a safety net. Well, Zany's is our home club and my favorite place on earth. Our fans are already amazing no matter where they are. And I'm not saying that the fans in Nashville are better fans than anybody, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that Nashville is a very special place to us, and there is, like, magic in the room. 
So what happened was we went to do, we shot two, we did early Friday, late Friday, or early Saturday, late Saturday, I don't remember. But either way, they were like, all right, you got two goes at it. So listen, if you screw something up or you say something a little off from what you would want to on the first show, don't worry about it. You got a second go at it. Well, I got up there. I was feeling myself. My parents were in the crowd. I had some of my best friends in the crowd. And I just, you know, I'm not uh, shy to admit it. I caught fire and I nailed it. I nailed it on the first take. No problem whatsoever. So... Then now we've got the second show, and I've got, I'm going up to the producers and the cameraman and all the color correctionists and the photographer, and I'm like, okay, y'all got it, right? And I'm like, can you confirm to me that the audio was picked up right and, and everything was, you know, everything was recorded? And they were like, yeah, dude, you nailed it. And so I was like, okay, well, guess what? Uh, I'm going to have a couple more beers, and on the second show... I'm just going to be real loose with it, you know? I was like, I'm going to be super loose with it because we've already got, in my opinion, something I'm satisfied with in the can. So I had a couple more beers. I might have taken a drug that I will not name. And I went up there, and I just let it all hang out. And I I was on stage. I was writing new material as I was up there. I was adding tags to stuff because I had one in the can, and I was, like, super free. And so when we went back to look at it, uh, I liked the second show more. It's just that I had in my head added like eight minutes of new material. And they were like, this is supposed to be a 30-minute special. You're going to have to cut eight minutes. And so I'm, I'm watching the whole thing, and I'm looking for things to cut. And I was like, no, man, I can't let that go because it's a tag to a joke that I'll never tell after this. I can't let that go. Like the, It can't go anywhere else. And so I asked them. I was like, hey, legally, do I have to cut all this shit? They were like, no, it's just that, you know, it, then it won't be a half-hour special. And I was like, eh, fuck it. I'll do the first 38-minute special then because I like all this shit. <laughs> so that's the reason for the, the unique length of the, uh, of the show. And I hope that y'all enjoyed all 38 or 40 minutes of it or whatever it was. I appreciate you watching it. I'll probably do a more in-depth Q&A later about it. Oh, somebody just shot a gun. That's always a good time. Uh, and I've been wanting to do, now that sort of all the calamities over, I've been wanting to do like a, maybe not a Zoom, or like, but like a live stream with y'all where we could hang out and uh, you know do like a book club thing. I think that'd be fun. Maybe the first one will be just like a Q&A where we can all get to know each other better than just like, from our comments on the Substack, but hey, I appreciate y'all listening, as always, uh, sorry for the spikes in the audio on this little behind the scenes uh, park rant, the wind uh, picked up more than I thought it was going to, and I didn't have my windscreen on me, so I apologize, that's a technical issue uh, on my part, but I love y'all, and I'll talk to you later, thank you for checking out uh, Corey Ryan Forster, A Long Line of Stupid, available only on Amazon, for right now, all right. Love y'all. Bye.